0: create for no reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life hello hello i hope you are doing awesome i hope you are creating wonderful things in your world um what is the most creative thing you've done over the past week that's a good question that's a good conversation starter for people right What is the most creative thing you've done over the past week? Just even how people answer that question shows a lot about the kind of person that they are. All right. This episode is a good one. I'm very excited about the guest that I had. And I will tell you, (laughs) we had some technical difficulties. And I talk about it in the middle of the episode, but I just want to share it with you before we get started because it is the perfect example of the creative process and how sometimes things just don't work out the way that we want them to so yeah you'll see what i mean when you get to it in the episode but i did have a little bit of technical difficulties but we kept rolling we kept rolling with the show because that is what you do the show must go on And it was a fun episode. And uh, so you'll hear about it in the, in, you'll hear about it kind of midway through what technical difficulties they are. But just wanted to share that with you before we got started. And yeah, like I always say, I am excited about every episode. I had a really great conversation with my friend Rocky. I'm excited to introduce her to you to gain some inspiration. We talked about entrepreneurship, creativity, burnout, lots of different things. And I know that something in this episode is meant for you. It's meant to inspire you. It's meant to inspire your creativity. It's meant to help you live a more creative and fulfilling life in some way. So please enjoy my conversation with Rocky. I am so excited about my guest today. She is incredible, amazing. I've known her for, oh my gosh, maybe about like a year or two. Uh, We met on Clubhouse where I meet a lot of the people that I get to interview for the show. Her name is Rocky. She is an Instagram unicorn. I love that title. She is a social media marketer and strategist who helps small businesses learn how to make sales and grow their brand on Instagram. She also works as a business coach, public speaker, and a Clubhouse influencer among many other businesses. She does all the things, guys, all the things. Uh, Rocky has worked as a volunteer Facebook group moderator for Gary Vaynerchuk, been a student business coach for Jenna Sword, and has been an Instagram marketer for over eight years. And she has helped over 2,000 clients secure steady stream of income from their Instagram platform. So many things. I'm so excited to introduce you to Rocky. Rocky, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, hello. I'm so excited for this. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so fun because, well, first of all, I love talking to people who you do, this is what you do, right? You talk, you do podcasts, you do all the things. And this show, we talk so much about creativity and your work is very creative. Your business is a very creative one. So I'm always fascinated when I get to talk to someone who kind of like is in the thick of creativity all the time. You know, I think for most people, they have to try to figure out where they're going to be creative whereas when do you take a break from your creativity <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do reach burnout so that is a good question but I'm sure we'll get there yeah I like um I like being a creative person I feel like um and it's, it's interesting because I'm about to be 40 in August and I'm like um am I too old for these colors or am I being a little bit too much but I think you know it makes you fun and it makes you like easy to talk to like people see your creativity and what you're doing and it gives them ease and I, that's what I love about it the most
0: Oh, I love that. And you know, it's so funny. I think about that too. Sometimes like I am almost, it's almost like when I think about TikTok or some of these platforms, I'm like, wait, am I, am I too old to be on these things? Like when, when did that happen? Rocky, when did that happen? Like, I still feel like I'm 28 and I'm like, not 28.
1: Especially when you have teenagers, I have teenagers now and they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing on TikTok? (laughs) And then they're like judging my content. I'm like, just give me my phone. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, what's been fascinating about you is that being an entrepreneur and having your business is new, right? You just started your business. What is it like less than a year ago, right? No, I've actually been in business for eight years. Um,
1: I just recently started doing business on Clubhouse in, in a year, but I've been in, um, I've been doing social media marketing for eight years and then at the two year mark, I switched over to Instagram marketing coaching, so i 've been doing it for a very long time, and I think the brand has really exploded within the last year or two. Um, I, I will say that because I was kind of like you know under under wraps, undercover, um, and then when I started being a Facebook moderator for for Gary Vee, it just kind of I've learned so much that I was able to take everything that Team Gary Vee and what I learned from him and it, my brand just blew up, and then when Clubhouse happened. It, blew up even faster, which is, which is great. So now everyone's like, you just started your business. I'm like, no, nah, it's kind of been around for a while.
0: <laughs> oh, I knew that you were in business for a while, but I thought that you turned full-time entrepreneur. Oh yeah,
1: recently. no, no. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Full-time. Okay. That's what I mean. That was no, my but... bad. I should admit. Yeah. Cause I knew that you were, you've been, you've been doing your side hustle like a boss, like forever. <laughs> like when I originally met you, you were just working all the time and figuring yes. it out. So when you were able to turn that into your full-time entrepreneur journey, four months. Everyone was so excited for Mm -hmm. you.
1: And it's only been four months. I actually hit four months two days ago.
0: So it's like,
1: I'm still doing it. And I didn't go back. I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, four months ago, I left I left the job.
0: So let's talk about that. Because I think a lot of people want to be an entrepreneur, a lot of people kind of dive into it. And today, especially with there's a lot of look, there's a lot of Instagram coaches and social media coaches Mm -hmm. and people that want to teach this stuff to other people. And so it feels like a very saturated market, which I guess you really could look at any market is really saturated if you think about it. So for those that are thinking, hey, I would love to be able to do some type of creative work, whether it's being an influencer or teaching people Instagram or TikTok, how how did you even get started? What advice would you give to some people that are looking to get into that kind of business?
1: Yeah, so, you know, the saturated part, I, I I like when people say that, but I don't like when people say that because, I mean, it is true. If if you want to call a spade a spade, it is a lot of people in the in this industry, um, but I always go back to the toilet paper analogy. Look how many toilet papers there are, but you only prefer one toilet paper, right? Um, so going into business, when you start out, it's kind of really intimidating, but then you realize that you have your ideal client person that you want to talk to, and everyone's is not the same. And that opens up things to amazing possibilities, because I can work with other social media managers. I, I do it now in my clubhouse. room. I work with other social media managers and Instagram influencers and experts and coaches, because we all can work together. Um, starting out, I, I really looked at what it is I did with ease. Something that I loved doing. So with Instagram, I was on there since 2012, and I was in—I think 2010 when they first opened, I think. Um, but I was in Japan at the time, and I was taking pictures and I was modeling. Loved the platform because back then it was easy: photographer, model, post a picture, you're famous. Um, and I did it for a while, and I grew my account really, really fast. And then um, I kind of, you know, going throughout the years, military experience, taking more photos, um, my platform grew. And then um, I realized while I was in the military, I said, you know what, I don't want to work for anybody, you know, military, they tell us what to do, how to do it. I'm like, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to be a full time entrepreneur. I knew back then. And that was like a while ago. So I was like, I need to start a business. So when I started the business, I'm like, what do I enjoy? originally it was domestic violence awareness advocate and speaker but for me i still wasn't completely healed so it was very very hard to continue to talk and help people when it would kind of take me back into my situation so i looked at what else i was passionate about and it was instagram i'm like i love this platform it's fun um so i did free work and i started growing other people's accounts and then i had a lady my first business coach she was like this is your business you need to get, you know, dive into this. So I did it. And I would honestly say, find something that you love doing that you will do for free. Like if no one will pay you to do it, but you'll still keep doing it. Um, something that will, if the market taps out and you're not getting paid, you'll still keep hustling in order to do it because you love it so much. So find whatever that is and then just pursue it. Keep learning um, about it and growing it and just keep building it out. And then there you have a brand and a business.
0: <laughs> so easy. Just so easy. <laughs> Sounds good. I know it does it does sound good. But y- you know, we talk a lot about the process and trusting the process on this show and I feel like that's where that's where the hard part is, right? It's like when you are constantly pushing and you feel like you're doing all the right things and sometimes you feel like you're moving forward and sometimes you feel like oh my gosh, I'm taking two steps forward but like five steps backwards. So how do you keep the motivation and inspiration when things are not necessarily going, you know, on the up and up?
1: Mm, That's so good. Um, A couple of things. I think I tell people all the time, like everyone says, look at your big why. I always ask myself, is my why, why enough? Right. And um, it wasn't because if your why allows you to slow down, then it's not as big as you, you know, it's not this big thing. I have this huge dream of being the first millionaire in my family, and then I also want to invest in a teen center for teen girls. So that dream is so big that even when I don't feel like doing it, I'm gonna do it because that's my end in, in state goal. Um, another thing is I got with a lot of um other business partners and other amazing humans. That's why I love Clubhouse because when I need that encouragement, I can be around other people that have been there. When I first became a full time entrepreneur. I reached out to everybody. I was like, help you guys. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a schedule. Like <laughs> I was just all over the place. Um, but support. I, I look to Biz Besties for support. And then I look to my super big Y And that keeps me pushing. But also, you know, take a break. Sometimes I reach burnout and I'm just like, nope. Like I'm just going to take this week to do nothing. And I'm just going to reset. And then I'll start it all over again next week. How do you
0: do that? how do you do- I know I feel so I I texted Rocky the and she's like I was like how was your weekend she said great I did nothing I'm like we need to talk about that on the show because people need to know how to do nothing
1: it's <laughs> funny because you have to schedule nothing like it's yeah it's, you, have to, you have to literally write it like I had to write down and I wrote it down I wrote read a book go to a car show come home cook lay down and watch tv and I had to it's like, it's so sad. It's kind, of, it's kind of sad, but it's true. I had to write it down because I know I stick to schedules really, really well. So I'm like, I'm going to write this down. And I wrote it down and I just stuck to it. And once you do it once, it's, it's, it gets easier.
0: It's almost like there's something about the writing it down that even though it seems ridiculous to write it down, if you are a very type A driven person, you're, you feel like you're being almost like you're tricking your brain into thinking you're being productive because you're like, yeah, I'm doing the things that I said I was going to mm-hmm. do. <laughs> All you do is put a little square box beside it and be like, yep, took a nap. People love love those checking off the, they crossing in their, 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 their to dos off their lists. Oh my gosh. Yes. I like, I I love that you are making time for your creativity. In fact, you know, I, I told you, I'm, I wrote about you in the book, because in my book that I'm writing, because you, I remember when you were talking in Clubhouse, how you were exploring some of your creative pursuits that you had given up like Mm -hmm. boxing. And I think, well, boxing was the one I, oh, and, and axe throwing. Yes. I love axe
1: throwing, um, and piano. Um, the best thing about entrepreneurship is I can do those things because when you work and I'm not at all cutting down people that love their nine to five, because people do love it. Um, but with me, I was working, coming home, dealing with my kids, um, my business sleep work kids business sleep I had no time for myself um now it's like wake up take the kids to school I got all day like I can do my business stuff but also if I want to do things you know that I'm passionate about that can really drive me into you know loving life again and you know just exploring new things I can do that now because I have the time whereas before I had to like squeeze it in. And even when you squeeze it in, you're not really enjoying it because you're thinking about what's the next thing I have to do or I have to get ready for work tomorrow, you know? So, yeah.
0: So Rocky, you have such a, like I said, you have such a creative business. First of all, what, is, what does creativity mean to you?
1: Oh man, creativity to me is being able to express yourself be whoever you want it to be without a fear of judgment. Like, that's the thing about creativeness is you can go out and you don't have to fit into any kind of box or standard or anything. It is literally you being 1000% you And not fearing judgment or even if you are judged not caring about it because that's exactly what you are and what you represent or how you choose to show it. And another good thing about it is you will find other people that will resonate with you before I got super creative, I was kind of like, I need to fit into the social media manager box. Like I need to have the Canva graphics that are blue and white. And it was just so flat and not me. Um, But when I opened up my creativity, I met so many people that like resonated to me and my business more because they were like, man, I wish I could be like you. And you've seen my car, Kate. Like everyone's like, oh my God, your car. Like, (laughs) 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 because they, they, I guess it's like, and i've had a couple of people say i'm living through you and i'm like but you don't have to like you can be your own creative self and a lot of people are scared of that because they don't want to be you know they don't want to be judged or they don't they they fear that which is kind of interesting to me but it's it's so
0: freeing it's like super freeing i love that and yeah you have this way about you that's very you know, some people just have this kind of confident way about you and you can even hear it in the vo- in your voice when you're on Clubhouse and I, and not everyone has that. Do you feel like that is a skill that people can start to master kind of getting into that being comfortable with themselves and their creativity and and exploring yeah. and pursuing their creativity?
1: Yeah, it took a lot. It's been a, it's been a lot like I've had a traumatic past. Um, I'm sure you've heard about it, but I've had a traumatic past and it, it, it took a lot for me to grow into this confident person and it has a lot to do with self-work I know you always talked about journaling and you're actually the reason I started journaling again um it's not that often but when I started doing that and learning you know what does Rocky like to do and you know loving myself more it was like a step-by-step process but every day it got easier and easier and easier and again I really like so getting to know yourself and loving and appreciating yourself is one and the other thing is getting around amazing people like I and I know you can you know attest to this but our Clubhouse family is amazing. Like the Breakfast with Champion crew, the people that I moderate on stage, like my, my Instagram friends, like everyone is so amazing and nice and supportive. Um, so having all of that around just makes it so much easier.
0: Yes, uh, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about collaboration because you're such a good collaborator. <laughs> I see it all the time. And two things. One, when you said that you reached out to everyone for help when you started your business, I don't want people to miss that because that's a really incredible point because I think especially as you get older, we want to feel like we figured it all out. We don't need the help, but you've always been so curious and that's one thing I really appreciate about you. You're so curious. You ask questions simply You can tell even in the inflection when you ask it, I'm like, oh, she genuinely wants to know the answer about how to be more productive or how do you set up a business or what this looks like or how you get to five, 10, $20,000 a month or whatever the question Mm -hmm. is. And so I love that being curious is such an important part of being creative. And you also are such, so great at. Seeing the light in other people and wanting to help them and wanting to support them and shine their light. And I see that especially in Jonathan. We'll give a little shout out to Jonathan Howard. Um, So, talk about how collaboration has really helped you grow your business.
1: Oh my God, it's so good. Um, So, most of you know, the support thing is one thing. Like, I love collaborating with people that, you know, first starting out, look at whoever's around you in the moment. Like, who are you already? working with in some way shape or form whether it be you know y'all go live together or you do content together or you talk every day um and then see what you can do um in business together um that's how I started I was like okay so I'm, I'm with these people all the time let me see what we can do together like can we do a live together should I pull them up in my room to help out um but that became easy and then the more you learn and grow you actually do develop these deep friendships and and um jonathan is one of them um he's very supportive um cbn this just a bunch of them um brandon and and we work together really really well so with collaborating outside of your support bunch, it gets a little nerve, nerve wracking because you're like, oh, I don't know, you know, but the way, the more you work with people, the easier it is to like open the door and say, you know what, I'm going to ask this person to work with me, always presenting what I have to offer and seeing what they have to offer and seeing how we kind of, you know, can put it together. Um, but the more you do that, the easier it is. And also, I, I had to realize that even if somebody says no, or they don't want to do anything with you, it doesn't mean forever. It just means like right now is not a good time or, you know, maybe they don't want to do it in this way. Maybe they want to do it another way at a later date. Um, So even the rejection of collaborating is okay with me as well. Uh Oh, I think I lost Kate.
0: Okay. So, so Rocky was just talking about collaboration collaborators and the power went out in my place. And this is what I want to talk about because I'm thinking through, right? Like this is a podcast we we're, we're recording a podcast and I'm like, oh no. And immediately when it happens, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to book this again. We're going to have to redo it, the whole thing. And this whole first half has been so good and I don't want to make Rocky do that. All the things I'm going are going through my mind, right? And then I think about like, oh, well, it's not going to sound as good. It's not going to be as good. It's not going to be perfect, even though there's no such thing as perfect. But when we're working on a project, a creative project, this is what we get to do. We get to decide, all right, what are we going to do? How are we going to, like, do we save it? How do we save it? What You know, I think this is such a good example of having to kind of go with the flow, make it work, and keep moving on
1: and have that friend will stick around and stare at the camera, like, Oh, she'll be
0: back guys. And Rocky <laughs> literally stare. Yes. You literally are live on YouTube, just kind of hanging out
1: through. Like, this isn't my channel, but
0: you know, <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what it makes for a good show. And you know what, when real time things happen, I think it's fun to include them in the show because it just is proof that This is the kind of stuff that happens to everybody. You know, when we look, especially when we look on Instagram, Rocky, you can attest to this. It's like you look at someone's Instagram feed and sometimes people just have this perfect feed where everything looks amazing or people are creating content and it looks so amazing, but we don't know how many takes it took someone to do that video. We don't know how long they worked on something to create Canva, to put it up and everything. So when you are creating content, I would love to know first, what are some of the biggest challenges that your clients are facing when it comes to creating content for Instagram?
1: I think the creativity part, to be honest with you, um, everyone is always trying to fit into some mold for their business. Like Sally from the Estes... Esthetician, she does this. So I have to do the same way. If she's successful, then I have to do it this way. But in reality, you're really successful when you can bring your own sauce to the content. And a lot of people struggle with that. Um, You know, a while ago, we were taught do what's working and it works, you know, but you sometimes lose out on your individual voice. So I think the hardest part is people finding where they are in their business and having that individuality and that unique about them to where they can put it out in their content um and another thing is about being perfectly curated like you don't have to be perfectly curated on instagram some of us are sticklers like if you go to my account it's pink and white that's it maybe some black um (laughs) so i have an aesthetic but not everyone has to do that you know like gary v i mean i know he's out there or whatever but his look at his feed it's horrible like there's (laughs) some stuff all over the place um but that's him you know so really just I would love and that's why I said I like to pour into people I would love to just say just be yourself and just post whatever and if you want it to look cute and have the graphics cool just make sure that it is you you know and people can say all right if I find her somewhere else I know that this is Rocky's brand a lot of people do because they know the pink but you know if I go somewhere I know that's Kate or I know that's you know whoever else because of the creativity and the consistency in it but just showing up and doing it the way that you want to do it, not cookie cutter, whatever, the way everyone else wants to do it.
0: Yeah. How long do you think it takes people to find their voice? I think a lot of people talk about finding your voice on social media. Obviously you are who you are, but when you're trying to kind of curate what that feels and looks like on Instagram, how, does, is that a challenge that you find people struggle yes. with? Yes.
1: And I was, I, I will say it always changes not that your voice changes but it took me a while to be like all right this is me like this is my brand it fits right um and then i am constantly changing it depending on what it is i'm teaching sometimes and what it, what it is i'm pushing out um i think the foundation of it will always stay the same you'll always have your personality you'll always have you know your vo- your morals your values everything built underneath a for brand strategy but um, you're always going to kind of have to shift sometimes when it comes to trying to attract who your ideal customer and client is. If you're lucky, like me, my ideal customer and client is me. And a lot of people have that in their business because the reason you started your business is because you had a struggle that you wanted to create a business from so that nobody else is struggling. So if that ideal customer and client is you... It's easy because you can look at what you didn't like and what you do like and then create a brand that way. But sometimes, you know, if you don't have an ideal customer client, that's you. You're going to have to constantly try to figure out what it is
0: that they like while still being you at the same time. And that may always shift. I think that's where some people get uncomfortable. They get uncomfortable in the in the figuring it out or in the posting to enough. It's almost like with the writing process, I think about this in the writing process. It's like you have to write a ton in order for you to figure out what it is that you really want to say. But the journey of writing all of it out, it's just can be exhausting sometimes. That's why I don't write.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, Kate, because I'm actually a best-selling author and I have um a book out and I was a, I was only a co-author. It was like the only one chapter and I wrote the chapter, and it took me a while. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to eat. The editor is going to eat me up. Like, she's going to hate it. And she read it. She was like, I love it. You just spoke as yourself. And, you know, I'm very minimal grammatical. And I'm like, really? But for me, I've always been a voice and video person because writing, y'all are special. Y'all are like the apple of my eye. Like, you guys are (laughs) the bomb.com because I cannot.
0: (laughs) I am not a writer. Well, video, you know, I've... I find it interesting because I love doing video and I always have enjoyed video. When Facebook came out with live video and it was like the whole big deal, I got so excited about it because to me it was really, it was easier to get in live and just talk through stuff and and I felt like, oh, if you mess up, it's no big deal because it's live and they get it. But then when I actually had to do recorded videos, I found myself kind of limiting myself because of the whole perfectionism or Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome. All of those things kind of took over because I had too much time to consider how to make it better and if I should have said it this way versus that way. And I think the same thing, it's the same is true for kind of writing, but I kind of go back and forth with the videos because sometimes I think, oh, this was a good video. But then I think it would have been stronger had I taken time to write out a script and gotten my points across because Mm -hmm. maybe a 10 minute video could have really been a five minute video or a three minute video had I gotten all my points out on paper first, but it takes a lot more time to do it that way.
1: Yeah. And I think with the pre-recorded stuff, you, especially in the editing process, you're like, Oh, now I got to record it because I missed this. Or, you know, like you have to go back and make sure that you went over everything. So it's, it's in the replays that you're just kind of like, Oh, but live is just that it's raw it's here but i like it because you push out the information and i'm glad you said youtube live because i promised myself i would start doing more youtube live so thanks Kate.
0: oh good yeah <laughs> i think you know i've just been kind of testing it out and trying it out because why not i'm already doing it i'm already doing the podcast and and then that's another thing when you're creating content i find it always so interesting how there's all these different voices that share no that's not the right way you shouldn't do youtube live or mm-hmm. you should do this you should it's almost like you can you can drown in all the advice that people are giving you because everyone's doing something differently and some things work for some and they don't work for others
1: yeah no no i agree um and then everyone has so many different businesses like it might work for business a but it doesn't work for business b so whenever someone gives advice i kind of like put it to the side I'll put it in the back of my head and I'll try it anyway I'm adventurous like that <laughs> you know people like don't press the red button I'm like because <laughs> you gotta try it out for yourself and see um but that's just society nowadays information overload we get so much information that we either a don't take action or we question ourselves 1,000 times just to you know to know if it's true or not versus just doing it and seeing what happens
0: yeah how do you know when you are burnt out? When I don't want to do something. When I know
1: I love Instagram, I love Clubhouse, I love creating content, and then I just wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, it's just the feeling of, oh, like, this is so much, you know, like, now it seems like a chore versus, oh, I get to do this today, you know? So once it starts seeming seeming like a chore to me, or, you know, that I'm just, or I get, like, brain fog and I have, like, my creativity is just gone, um, then I know I'm burnt out. And that's when you
0: incorporate the nothing days. Yes. The nothing <laughs> days. I love that. You need to coin that. <laughs> nothing days. Do you have any creative habits or rituals, any kind of rituals that get you in a, in a place of of creativity? I'm going to show you this. And the podcasters can't see it, but...
1: And I don't know, you, you, you're a writer, so you might enjoy this. I have a pen addiction. Like, I have so many different color pens, it's ridiculous. And I'll go to the store, I have a box of pens. My mom's like, what are you doing with all these? I'm like, I don't know, I just have to have them. Um, because <laughs> for me, I'll take my two pens and my colors and I'll just, I'll lay them out. <laughs> this sounds so bad. <laughs> I'm not crazy, you guys, I promise. <laughs> I'll take my, my pens and my colors and I'll lay them out and I'll just put them next to my my colorful notebook and I have my colorful notebook here and then I'll just write and I'll write everything down. And then once I write everything down, I'll then go to Canva or whatever. But I always have to start with writing it down and then my 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 pens that I set aside, um, whatever that color is for the day.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great. I hope I'm not the only
1: pen addict. I know there's some more pen addicts.
0: I love pens. When you find a really great pen that you love and you just like can only write with that one and then you go somewhere and they give you some random pen and you're like, no. This one is my fave, the Sharpie pen. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that you do that. No, I think it's always, I'm always so fascinated to hear what people's habits are. Like call it a ritual, a habit or whatever it is, because, you know, we're all weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's weird. We all have our own little ways of doing things. I want to so- add one more
1: though, because um, I, I started doing this, going outside for a walk. Yeah. No phone, no nothing. And I'll just go outside and I live in the country and nothing. It's like our house and trees. So I'll take my dog and I'll just walk down the road and walk back. That really
0: opens up your creativity. Something about nature and being yes. out there, it, it helps a lot. There is actually a lot of data around going outside and being in, being in nature, being around trees, like e- even, I mean, just the greenery. I think that's why, so, cause I live in Florida, so I have a lot more water and palm trees, palm but trees, yeah. I love greenery. Like I want, I'm going to Colorado soon and I cannot wait to just be in like the mountains and all of the, oh, I cannot wait. So I don't know. Maybe in like a past life, I was like, I lived somewhere else because I just, man, all that greenery. When I, I visit a friend in Oregon and he basically lives in like this tree house of a situation because it's just surrounded by trees.
1: Oh, our, like where I'm at, um, literally it's my house and down the road is my aunt's house, my aunt's house, my aunt's house, my grandma's house. This whole road is like
0: oh our family,
1: family and trees on one side, trees on the other side. And it's as soon as you, go, you will love it over here. Williamsburg is like the greenest
0: please <laughs> Oh, I love that! Oh, so amazing! Yes, yeah, and and being away from from technology and our phones. What do you, do you ever do like a social media detox? No, you,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I've tried so many things, but everything is wrapped around phones nowadays. Sunday, maybe I will read a book or something like you know. Just I think I break away for maybe like three or four hours. But other than that, and I think the pandemic is the cause of this because we've learned to be connected through our phones because we couldn't be around anybody else or our internet or whatever the case is that we just kind of have it in front of our face all the time. Um, my kids, when we go out to to eat at the restaurant, they always, like, they take all of our phones and put them in the middle of the table and whoever picks it up first, like, loses and has to do something. But that those times and then, like, a Sunday. But other than that, pff, I can't. <laughs> That's one of the things I just can't do.
0: <laughs> Are you on TikTok? Do you do the whole TikTok? Oh
1: my God, I am, but I don't like it, Kate. I just, I'm on there. Um, I like it because my Instagram audience isn't there. So I get to do like really goofy off the wall things. And I don't talk about Instagram that much on there, but I can really show myself and my personality on TikTok. So that's like the only reason um, I'm on there. Um and, and everyone's like, go over there. You'll explode your dude. And I'm like, I would go over there. It's like 200 views. I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we get validated, especially with somebody that's like on Instagram and getting constant engagement. And then I go to TikTok and it's flat. It's like, oh, they don't love me over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but
0: like anything else, I feel like from what I hear with TikTok is like, as long as you keep doing it, doing it, doing mm-hmm. it, then one day you'll 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 kind of like blow up. But it is that... It is that constant. It's that constant creation.
1: It's, it's that like
0: it's a lot. I I mean mm-hmm. from from what I hear of the experts, they say you have to be posting like two to five times a day at mo- like all like, and it's not just day. blanket like on
1: Instagram reels, just like da 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 information and then move on. TikTok is like you have to be you have to create like mini movies. Like a lot of the times, like a bunch of mini movies and I'm like, I cannot, it's too much. Like that will burn me out if I have to do that all the time, every day.
0: Yeah. It's a lot. It's it's a really interesting time with so many creators now being able to be, you know, quote unquote influencers or whatever. It's a really interesting time to, to be in that space. But also it's, it does feel like it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to, to come up with, what are you going to say? How are you going to say it? And all of those, I mean, it just seems like a lot. It seems super fun, but also it really is, you know, it is work. It takes a That's lot of creativity cool. to put those things together.
1: Yeah, it's work. And, um, you know, especially when you're on other platforms, it's like, okay, I'm doing all of this for this platform now. I got to squeeze myself and my time over here on this other one. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Rocky, I always ask my guests to share one activity that people can do five minutes or less. That will spark their creativity.
1: Mm, I'm going to say meditation. Ooh, sitting, not guided meditation, like sitting by yourself, sitting by yourself on the floor. The lights can be on or off, and just breathing. Um, there's the box breathing where you you inhale four seconds, hold it four seconds, exhale four seconds, and hold it four seconds. I do that for maybe ten minutes and. It's so relaxing, even if, because at first, when you first do it, it's like thought, 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 like all these thoughts are flying around. And then the more you do it, the more relaxing it is. So to me, that will, that's like a quick recharger, especially if you're, it's like taking a nap without taking a nap. And I love my naps, but it's a (laughs) way to like (laughs) relax yourself. And when you get up, you're
0: you're so refreshed and you're like, did I take a nap? But yeah, that's what I would say. That's so that is not what I thought you were going to say. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's not what I thought you were going to say. Go for a run.
1: No. <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> go throw an
1: axe. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I like. I mean, yeah, that's what I like doing. If I had a second one, I would say go to the beach. I love the beach. That was a, That would be another one because um there's a beach right down the road for me and even if I'm not like playing in the water or nothing, the ocean just hearing the ocean and being like, again, outside, being outside in the fresh air. It's, it's a booster.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love that. And I think the, I love that you said meditation. I think, I think a lot of people think meditation is I have to sit there for three hours on pillows and Mm -hmm. lavender essential oils and all the things, but I do meditation either. Like you just said, I, I don't, I I also don't like the guided meditations because yeah. I feel like I just want to just sit and try to clear my my own mind. I feel but, like it's someone else's voice in my head. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, it feels, I mean, I know some people just like can't do without it, but it is, I do feel like it's a different kind of a practice, but I even do it in my car on my way to the office. Like I will just like, I mean, opening my eyes and I just breathe. I just focus on my breath. And I feel like that is a form of meditation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is for sure
0: there's this book, I read this book called Breath by James Nestor. And it's phenomenal because he shares all of the he really talks about how most people breathe incorrectly. Oh, I need, I need, I need to write that down. So oh, yeah, that as well. Oh, you'll you'll like it. It's it's really fascinating. And then at the very so he talks about how we breathe. We're like mouth breathers, but we're supposed to be nose breathers. And <laughs> like it talks, he goes into all of this stuff. And then at the very end, he shares a bunch of breath work exercises like breathing exercises. And so I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a really fascinating book for sure.
1: Yeah, we need to get this book club going. I remember we mentioned it a long
0: time ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I know. I think it would be it would be really fun. There's so many book clubs. We were gonna do one on Clubhouse. We kind of we we kind of did one for a little while. Oh.
1: We both got busy. But I know. I've, I've heard of that book before, and um, I've also heard someone said Tony Robbins always talks about it, like taking those big, deep breaths three times a day or in the morning, just like huge, and I almost passed out. But I guess you get used to it. <laughs> but like, it's important because I'm assuming the more oxygen you get in, it like refreshes everything in your body, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the it's like the Wim Hof
1: method. Mm, mm-hmm. I've heard that.
0: Have you ever done that? No. Try doing that because that is crazy. Mm. I want to do, that's on my dream list to do a Wim Hof.
1: I need to be around people in case I pass out.
0: Oh my gosh, you won't <laughs> pass out. You won't pass okay. out. But it, it, but it definitely, I mean, you, you try to stretch yourself. So yeah, there's definitely that moment of like, okay, I need to start breathing again. But it's really interesting. But then they do all those workshops where you do like the uh, sitting in the ice bath.
1: Oh my God, I've heard which, of that.
0: I would be super, I, it's on my dream list to do, even though I hate being cold and I hate, I hate cold so much. Same same here. But I feel like it would be such a fun thing to explore.
1: I want to do the um, floating spas. I think they call it, what did they call it? The floating bath spas. They put you in this little pod and it's like so much salt in it that you're just floating there and it's dark and it's quiet. Like I want to do that. Um,
0: uh, wouldn't you oh, see I would be I would be claustrophobic
1: I am so the one that I have that's down the road for me they like they're, they're like we'll leave the lights on for you but my friend did it and she's in pitch black like just her body's just there and I'm like I would be creeped out like something's gonna creep
0: up on me yeah <laughs> um, but I definitely want to try it out all right Rocky you are so awesome for those of you that want to build your Instagram you need to check out Rocky. She knows all, she knows all the Instagram things, like everything you need to know, <laughs> how to do reels stories, all the things, where can people connect with you? What's the best way to other than yeah. Instagram? Of course.
1: Yeah. If you, you literally can put in social with Rocky and Google and I'm on like the first four pages. Um, but my website is socialwithrocky.com. That's where you can find all the good things, my podcast, my blogs, all the things are there. So yeah.
0: Check me out there. Awesome. Well, Rocky, thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to do this. You're always so fun to talk to. And if you, um, if you are listening and you are on Clubhouse, definitely check out Rocky's rooms because she gives away all the secrets. She answers all the questions. If you have any questions or anything, or you just want to check her out and know and understand how much she knows about Instagram, check her out over on Clubhouse in one of her fabulous rooms.
1: Thank you, and thanks for having me. You
0: know, I love you. Oh, I love you too. (laughs) And we got to get your podcast back up and running. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as Rocky and I enjoyed having the conversation. As you heard, we did have some of those technical difficulties midway through, but Rocky was a trooper and we made it through, we finished the episode and it was a really good one. Like I said, I didn't want to redo it because I felt that there was just, you know, there's something about when you're recording a podcast with someone and it's, you just have such a good flow and to have to kind of recreate that by starting over or doing it again, not saying that we couldn't have done that, but we we obviously could have. It just would have been a different show, right? And for whatever reason, I just felt like this was the show that you needed to hear. And so I hope it helped you in some way. And I hope that you take Rocky up on her activity, which is to either meditate, even if it's just for a couple minutes, or go to the beach, or just go outside, go for a hike, whatever it is, get get out in nature, Spark your creativity, spark your joy. And as always, if there's something in this episode that really resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. So please message me over on Instagram. And if you wanna get a quick, simple email that has some book recommendations, journaling prompts, and just, just some inspiration for your week, uh, you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called Massive Optimism. And that is all about just creating inspiration for For you for your day to help you live a more fulfilling optimistic and creative life as always thank you so much for listening i so appreciate you i appreciate you for sharing some of the thoughts that you have about the show i appreciate you for submitting a review on itunes i absolutely love hearing from you and what the show does for you and what you enjoy about it so i appreciate it thank you so much Until next time, go create something.